Greetings to those who watch below. Before we start today's creepypasta, I'd like to say thank you to Steffi Ray, Wicked Witch, Lisa Watts, Lefty Kim, Irish Creepypasta Guy, Christina Groves, and Julie B for being those who dwell below. An exclusive channel membership you can join by clicking the link in the description box. Also, if you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe to the channel, hitting that notification bell so you never miss a video. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy The Tunnel by Kellen Kavanagh. Hollow bodies, hollow bodies knocking on my brain. They haunt my dreams with silent screams, they're driving me insane. Hollow bodies, hollow bodies, faceless figures in the rain. Their pinstripe suits and taloned fingers drill my skull in endless pain. Hollow bodies, hollow bodies, once human now a parasite. They live inside us trying to spread, to drown our souls in endless dread. Hollow bodies, hollow bodies, distorting what is real. Numbing my bones so I can't feel. Blind to love, no chance to heal. Rain pooled and collected along the cracked pavement leading to the tunnel under the train tracks. Unkempt lawns, half-stripped vehicles and broken chain-link fences line each side of the street. The lights above cast an eerie shadow over the gloomy path and the quiet atmosphere settles in the bones like a cold fog. Discarded needles, broken bottles, button baggies and thrown out condom wrappers bob in the potholes scattered throughout the neighbourhood. The smell of urine creeps from the tunnel, connecting Charles Street to Portis Street. It's 10.30pm, and Ian is stumbling home from the bar. His footsteps are shaky as his vision bounces between perfect clarity and dizzying double-sightedness. The street, which normally takes five minutes to walk down, now looked to be as long as an airport runway. The rain poured down with increasing intensity. It took ages to reach the stairs, leading down to the tunnel. The lights cast a warm glow across his field of view. A car passes on the opposite end. Light flashes at the end of the barrel. There may be other ways home, safer routes, but this was familiar ground. The lights from the tunnel cast a warm glow across his field of view as Ian approached. The last couple of weeks, Ian had been having trouble sleeping. Haunted by a strange bout of night terrors, he found himself waking in the middle of the night with the feeling of being watched. The dreams were always the same, an alleyway in some unrecognisable city, pursued by a group of faceless predators, almost human. The first time Ian had this dream, there was only one, but every time the dream reoccurred, there would be more of these figures. He stopped counting after seven. Every dream ended the same. They would trap him in the alley on both sides, cornering him in a flooded underground parking garage. Each time it seemed that they were about to reach out and grab him, he would wake up. Ian assumed the night terrors were brought on by stress. His work had been busier than usual lately, and they were pitifully short-staffed. He worked for a landscaping company that was contracted out by one of those new gated communities going up on the nearby mountainside. The projects kept stacking up, and to make things worse, it was being called the rainiest fall on record in the last 10 years. Since the Boston want Ian's crew rolling out sod in the rain, the focus this week was building retainer walls on each property. The work was brutal. Five of the staff members had been fired the previous week. They were getting high on their break time, and so the remaining seven were carrying the load. 
working overtime every day for the last two weeks. The job paid well, and nobody was in the position to give that up. So Ian and the rest of the crew resigned to grumbling about the decision whenever Jack and the other two bosses, Jeremy and Tom, weren't in earshot. Meanwhile, the days grew darker while the hours seemed to stretch on, and Ian's world became bleak and grey. The nightmares became more vivid, sleep now harder to find. Staying awake all night would be less exhausting. Instead, Ian lay on his back, letting his mind jump from one wall to the other, from the daily confrontations at work to the next and the next, picking and chipping at the excess of his mind like a scab. Ian knew that he needed to calm down, find a way to sleep so he could perform at work the next day, and booze seemed to sedate the demons, sometimes. Each night he'd go to the bar a short walk from home and have a plate of food and as many drinks as he could swallow. Once the walls were spinning and the bartender spoke in broken, fragmented sentences, that was when Ian would settle his tab and walk home. Tonight was a little bit different, almost celebratory. After work had wrapped up this evening, Tom announced to the team that they'd hired a couple of young guys to help with the labour. Sure, they were new and would need to get used to the rhythm, but the work was simple enough, and the promise of a lighter load meant earlier days for the crew. Ian didn't feel the need to be exceptionally drunk tonight, and instead just enjoyed a meal, a few drinks, and some small talk with the bartender. After downing his last gulp of whiskey and leaving cash on the table, Ian got up and began his journey home. The light from the tunnel was getting brighter in Ian's vision as he approached the steps leading down. He noticed what appeared to be someone walking ahead of him through the tunnel. The individual was wearing a jean jacket with a red and black checkered hood and skinny black jeans. As Ian entered the tunnel, he noticed the figure was not moving, just standing in the middle of the path. The tunnel was quite small, so passing would be a tight squeeze. A chill crept down Ian's spine, which he attributed to the weather, and pulled the zipper up on his jacket. Wanting to make his presence known, Ian called out, Hey, you good man? The figure offered no response. Ian tried again. Hello, sir? The person still offered no response, and Ian began to feel that maybe he shouldn't be here. Without taking his eyes off the figure in front of him, Ian slowly backed away, carelessly stepping into a puddle with his left foot, soaking through his runners. The sound echoed through the tunnel, and Ian noticed the figure's shoulder twitch. There is an oppressive atmosphere here. The air in the tunnel seemed to thicken, and Ian found himself unable to move in any direction. The tunnel contorted, stretching to infinity and shrinking back. The walls on the other side curving inwards like oceanic waves whipped up by a nearby hurricane. Ian felt the urge to bolt in the opposite direction, but his feet remained planted as if chained to the floor by invisible restraints. The person turned to face him, and as he saw the details of the hooded figure, Ian's blood ran cold. Like the demons in his dreams, this creature had no discernible features. Was this an unfortunate prank? Ian thought to himself, bargaining. Maybe it's just someone wearing a mask, trying to scare people for some twisted laughs. The creature approached Ian as he struggled to pull himself away. The skin over the hooded being's face began to tear open in the spot where its mouth should have been a small stream of blood pouring from the ripped skin. The figure's hands were still hidden in jacket pockets, but as it drew nearer, 
it lifted its elbows, reaching out. Ian watched in awe, no longer wondering, because where fingers should have been, there were only long, talon-shaped claws. The demon brought its talons to where its face might have been and tore into itself, leaving a bleeding wound, a Cheshire cat-like grin with so many rows of teeth. Ian heard a chorus of wailing voices as the thing's mouth opened wide, echoing through the rounded walls of the tunnel. Help! Somebody! Someone fucking help me! Ian cried out desperately, still unable to move. Ian felt the energy drain from his body. The chill in his bones seemed to subside, almost warm, almost comforting. The hooded creature was leaning over him now. Drops of blood fell on his face, mixing with his own tears. The noise all around him, a rhythmic chant devoid of meaning, the screams of nameless victims. The demon's claws entered Ian's face. He felt the pressure, but no pain. Blood poured from the two puncture wounds. The creature continued to cradle the back of Ian's head, digging its talons into either side of his skull, while the other claw slashed at Ian's chest, reaching straight for his heart, crushing and breaking it while still inside him. Was this a dream? Was this what dying felt like? Darkness drowned his vision, and he succumbed to the void. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Newspapers were delivered the next morning, with a front-page column on the right-hand side detailing reports of a paramedic presence at the tunnel on Hedgewick Street. Callers reported a young man screaming in the empty tunnel, supposedly under the influence of what they assumed was methamphetamine. Ambulances arrived on scene to find 32-year-old Ian Martin catatonic. According to the toxicology report, Mr. Martin's blood alcohol was 0.12%. He was plenty drunk for sure, but not enough to explain the erratic nature of his breakdown. There were no signs of physical injury. During the interview at the psych ward, the only words Ian could muster was a disturbing repetition, with eyes glued open, frozen in fear, mumbling the words, Hollow, hollow, hollow. Hollow bodies, hollow bodies, tearing down my brain. Their silent screams still haunt my dreams. They've driven me insane. Hi guys, thank you so much for listening to today's video. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to leave a like and also subscribe to the channel, ringing that notification bell so you never miss a video. Also, just to let you know, I'm now on Instagram. If you want to check out what I'm up to and possible hints for future videos, make sure to check me out at brimstone underscore below. So, until next time. Sleep tight.